of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Michael Jones. I am talking about something liturgical today. Um, We are in the season of Advent, and if you are like me and you come from a tradition that did not acknowledge or celebrate Advent, I am talking about today what is gained by celebrating Advent, and in effect also talking about what is missed by not celebrating Advent. I came from a tradition that did not um, employ the season of Advent. It seemed that we moved straight from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and and sometimes even before that. I it, it, I am recording this in October, actually, um, so it is October right now, and and when you listen to this, it will be the season of Advent. But it is October, and I was in Walmart the other day and saw Christmas trees and Christmas stuff everywhere. We haven't even gotten past Thanksgiving yet. As a worship leader, I find myself planning around a variation of annual events and calendars. And examples are the Christian year and the calendar, the school year, <laughs> very important in a small town where I live, and well, anywhere really. Uh, American and patriotic holidays—that's another issue in and of itself. And denominational events like missions emphases. My denomination has two major missions emphases each year, the Lottie Moon Christmas offering and the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. Both one goes to foreign missions and one goes to North American uh, missions. And so, so I have to keep these things in mind as I am planning worship services throughout the year. Um, and keeping these events and times in mind sometimes makes worship planning a challenge. If one calendar is to supersede another, I would say surely the church year should be the one employed. And I'm often shocked at how much we allow cultural conventions to creep into our worship practices. Recently, a a prominent pastor's church advertised a well-known cable news political commentator's appearance during their weekly worship gathering and uh, sanctification. That's a Matt Chandler word. Um, it, 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 sanctification happens on a progressive and continuous basis. We're continually being made like Christ. By bypassing Advent, we might miss this vital aspect of our faith. Advent represents new beginnings. Um, one more thought I have toward, uh, toward Advent and what we gain by celebrating Advent. Advent represents the commonality of God's people throughout history waiting on the Savior. Um, God's people throughout history are part of one family. Think about that. We today, the church, are part of one body, which also encompasses those great um, saints of the past, even in Old Testament times, a chosen and holy nation. Even in the church age, we're connected with Israel of old who waited long on the coming Messiah. And uh, we are connected with them because we too wait for him in the context of his return. Advent connects us to the faithful who have gone before us as well as those brothers and sisters around the world who share our faith today. Israel waited, Israel expected. We wait, we expect. 
And Advent then represents this commonality that we have with other believers of the past, which is vital among many commonalities of God's people throughout history. We await the coming of the Savior just as God's people did hundreds of centuries ago. As God's people globally celebrate Advent, a unity of expectation is achieved. So in conclusion, what I want to say is that we miss marvelous wonderful blessings by foregoing Advent. And uh, again, it is not wrong in and of itself, but uh, celebrating Advent creates an intentional method of telling the full counsel of God. Even in my free Baptist church setting, I am intentional about employing liturgical elements. We're not strictly bound by a lectionary at my church, uh, but I will often employ it along with other elements to intentionally proclaim the full story of God. So we don't need to bypass Advent. While we might approach Advent by, we might not approach Advent by strictly utilizing the church calendar. Advent is present in in the worship services in my church, at least, and I hope it is in yours. I enjoy utilizing liturgy in a free church setting. It can be done well if the worship leader is creative and in, in his or her approach. But by forgoing Advent, we miss incredible blessings and an incredible proclamation of the gospel story. Even if Advent isn't exercised during the month of December, but is moved or perhaps even adapted so that themes of waiting and expectation are present, local churches have done a great favor to their people by intentionally telling the full counsel of God. We are a people in waiting. We're a people in expectation. We await the Advent of our Lord and tell his story until um, he, re- he returns. Uh, So I encourage you, in whatever context you're in, to utilize and celebrate the season of Advent. Thanks for listening. This is Jonathan Michael Jones.